Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. Three, two, one. Let's jam. Jesus. <laughs> Come on, come on, big money, big money. Mama needs a new pair of undies. Oh yeah, new slippies on my toes. Come on, big money, no whammies, no whammies. Hi everybody, welcome to Brokeback Bebop. Thank you for being here to go through the the world of Cowboy Bebop with us. We're back for third episode, everyone. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And welcome to the show. Steven, how you doing, man? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be talking about this show. Happy to... Uh, I just totally unplugged my headphones. I can't hear shit you're saying. Nice. Vamp. Vamp for me. Yeah. We don't uh, edit shit out of this one. Vamp for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you do when you're at a casino and a woman in an impossible set of clothing walks in? You have an adventure. All right. Well, welcome to the program, everyone. <laughs> we've glad... Wait. I almost said we've glad you made it. We've glad mm-hmm. you made it. Uh, thanks for being a patron. I hope you're watching through this show with us. I think that'd be cool to yeah. have other people going through it with us. Uh, I asked how you were doing. What's new in your life? You got anything cool going on um, at this hour? I don't know. Yeah. Just the same old, same yeah. shit, different day. What type of dancing have you been doing the most recently? Um, lately, let's see. I've uh, been teaching a lot of bachata, waltz. Horchata? I'm not familiar. Almost. Isn't that like a rice and milk drink? Yeah. And what you is just that? Pour it over no, what and what roll was it around. called? Pachata? Bachata with a Bachata. What is it? Yeah. It's actually my favorite dance. It's a Latin dance. I think uh, I've really heard you say socially. that before. Yeah. But what is it? Um. <laughs> Give me a little taste. Give me a little taste. Let's see it. I got gotcha. you. I'll hit you with it right here. It's a lot of hips and tips. It is. You can you can roll with it, all sorts of things. It's hard to. Ex- it doesn't look like you're doing much, but humping the air from this. Yeah. Perspective. No. No. That's it. So it's a very like you and I are having sex now type dance. Yeah, it can be. It's also the dance I do with my grandma though, so it really has a wide spectrum. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Steven, that's a perfect segue. You know what? I had the thought the other day. Uh, I know I am often uh, often our banter back and forth is quite rude, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's time for me to throw some uh, some some kudos and admiration your way. Wow! I am very thankful for what we have built with this little thing here together. And yeah. I'm very grateful and don't think that I don't notice all that you bring to it. You bring a lot to it. And I'm still glad all the time that I get to do this with you. 
And wow, even though buddy. we totally, especially now, like a year and a half in, we totally like go through the motions kind of. We totally like, I think we jab at each other a little bit more mm-hmm. than we might have when we started. But none of that sure. shit matters. I love doing this and I love doing it with you. Yeah, it's so much fun. I love it, buddy. Thank Yay. you for all that you do for the show as well. Thanks. We would have never secured that's what that I was, loan That's with what my I was milking ass. for. Could you take that a little further? What else? You, uh, <laughs> yeah, what was, exactly do you like that this, I do? Yeah, yeah, what exactly about me? <laughs> Tell me I'm special. That, all, that was all uh, for you to say good stuff about me. Let's move sure. into what we're talking about. Before we get into the episode, I want to bring up the, the concept of casinos and gambling for a moment. We're men of 24 and 25, so Mm -hmm. being able to go to a casino is something new for us. I still have never stepped foot in a casino. Have you been to a casino? I have. Whenever I compete in Vegas, the competition is held at a casino. So I've been to a lot of the Vegas casinos. I went like, more last time. What are some time. of the biggest one? Some of the big ones that you went to? Um, the Bellagio. Name. That's I exactly what I was thinking. Bellagio my, is the first. I love name the fountain. Mind. The fountain in the Bellagio is like my favorite thing in all of Las Vegas. It's like the really huge one that they play at the end of like Ocean's Eleven always with like the whole like fountain show and they always play a song with it and then they like time it like to the song. It's really cool. I cried the first time I saw it. It was beautiful. I'm pretty (laughs) sure it was fucking My Heart Will Go On was playing and it really got me. That's okay. I didn't do it on our trip, but I, for the life of me, and I never know why, every time that Lily and I have gone to like Universal or Disney World Mm -hmm. or something... As we're leaving, I, like, get a little misty-eyed the last day. Not in, Uh like, a I-want-to-stay kind of way, but I'm just, like, taking it all in, like, the last moments, and I get, like, a little misty-eyed. I I cried during the Avatar ride. Oh, sure. I get that. I don't know if I... I I think you told me that. I definitely didn't see you cry. Yeah, I literally cried. I was, like... I'm there. Yeah. Well, back to casinos. Casinos. So, Bellagio's really cool. I stayed at Caesars, which was really cool. Well, I want to ask, because I know that you're a media guy as much as I am, mm-hmm. and in Vegas, and casinos in general, because they kind of give you that vibe of Vegas, but Vegas especially, do you go in, like Spike does, mm-hmm. in where you feel like the center of it, and you're like, I've got to go do roulette, and I've got to do like the table games? Here's what I'll say. Vegas is expensive if you want to play table games. Yeah. I have... Played one. What did I do? It wasn't roulette. I like played I'm sure one it's incredibly bet expensive. of blackjack one time the first time I went, and it was like ten dollar minimum. And okay. I was like especially broke at that time, and I was like, well, no, you thanks. weren't going there to gamble. You were there yeah. for work. And last time when I went, I was like, well, I'd rather spend money on doing things with Danny and like drinks and stuff. And she's not a big gambler, and I like I, I consider myself pretty good at like Texas Hold'em. I like the roulette machines. Those are fun. When I was there one time, I spent like an hour and a half at a roulette machine, and that was fun. I like put in $20, and I think I left with like $20. I just like kept playing. Because I always just play till I lose whatever money I have, because that's what's fun for me, not actually like trying to win something. I just like pressing the button and watching the pretty lights, so... That's what I've said to Lily, because neither of us have been at all, like ever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we should go once to go... And yeah. we should like plan it as an evening and maybe take ooh, big money, like $200 or something. Yeah, to and just like plan to spend it on entertainment. And then, like, once we've played $200 worth, we'll leave with either what we have or don't have. Mm hmm. That's a great but idea. I'm sure that's easier said than done. Is it really at all casinos that like the drinks are free flowing? Kind of, yeah. If you're sitting and playing. Yeah. 
So if you're just like at a table or like walking around, they don't bring you more drinks. But if you're sitting at a game, I mean, kind of table. I mean, like hanging out, not at a table game. Well, if you're at a thing and you like, or they like ask you want a drink, and they'll bring you as many drinks as you want for free as long as you're gambling. Yeah. But you're also like, it's rude to not tip the person. So. Well, sure, that yeah. makes sense. I never do it because I feel like I don't know. I'm never gonna be at one machine long enough to do that but yeah but it's even a thing. like while you're playing your game if they come up to you and like would you like a drink you won't you don't get to the first drink moment no interesting yeah well anyway let's move into it we're talking about episode three you want to know something cool about casinos though Zach? <laughs> yeah i do that that you'll find cool just because i know we both are very aware of the attractive nature of smoking a cigarette especially mm. in like media and how it's portrayed and things like that mm. You can smoke in Vegas casinos, and that's like the only place you can smoke inside that I ever encounter. Well, and here you can smoke inside bars. Oh, really? I yeah. don't think you can in Chicago anymore. Not every bar. I think it's kind of up to the bar, but there are at least sure. two or three. Like the bar that Lily and I, we don't go to a bar very often, but the bar that we do go to, you can smoke there. Wow. Well, never mind. But there aren't many places. It feels like that when we go to those bars. And I don't smoke cigarettes, but well, like, and here's I've something about Vegas casinos: people pretty freely smoke weed, not just vaporizing. Like mm. they actually, I've seen people like smoke blunts inside a casino, and it was a pretty cool. Like I'll take a thing, vape so into like, a bar, but shit. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's nuts. The only yeah. time I feel bad, I pretty freely will vape in a casino. Man, this Brokeback Bebop is where you get all the all the, all the juicy details. Deeds. No, the uh, the only place I'll like openly smoke is like a concert. Sure. But even then, the last concert that I went to, I felt a little nervous doing it because I've mm-hmm. never been more aware of how long it takes to smoke a joint. Yeah. And I felt like every time I blew smoke, that it was just going in the people's faces. And I saw people mm-hmm. throughout the venue smoking, but no one like around us. And I felt like I was being a nuisance. And I, I just mm. felt kind of anxious about it. But anyway... Cowboy Bebop episode three is Honky Tonk Women, which is actually a translation error because in in Japanese, it's Honky Tonk Woman because the Mm -hmm. woman is Faye Valentine. But uh, in in translation, it's Honky Tonk Women. This episode was storyboarded by Kazuki Akane. It was directed by Kunihiro Mori, and it was written by Ryota Yamaguchi and how do you sp- the the woman who is always on this list Kiko is it Kiko or what Ki- are the letters K E I K O Keiko Keiko Nobumoto. in Japanese you pronounce every vowel interesting okay mm-hmm. and the episode originally aired in Japan on April third nineteen ninety eight and in the U S on September tenth two thousand one September tenth two thousand one wow oh shit yeah nine ten <laughs> Nice. Uh, let's fun, get into some trivia before we get deep into right things, even though we've already gotten pretty deep into it. I've got three questions that I wrote down for you. I've got one for you. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you two, then. Okay. I'll just give you two. Everything's light and breezy here on Brokeback Bebop. It's okay. Mm-hmm. There's no expectations. What's on the man at the store's hat in the beginning of the episode? Man at the store. Mm. Like behind the counter. Is it a pot leaf? No, it's the sun. The sun. Uh, when Faye is like talking to the guy in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that. Yep. Damn it. Oh, it's okay. Should have got that. What does the man holding Faye captive call her in relation to cards? Oh, the, uh, is it Queen of Diamonds? Queen so of Hearts? So close. It's Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Yeah. Okay. 
Nice. And go ahead. Give me yours. How much did Jet win on the slots? Yeah, that's my last question. So I'm glad that nice. <laughs> I let you go. Yeah. Uh, 200K at least. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Good round of trivia. Good times. Yeah. What do you think about this episode, Zach? It's your turn to introduce a segment that you never know to do. To be fair, this is my first time removed from when we invented the segment for me to know to do it. Yeah, but you didn't do it then either. That's fair. <laughs> uh, here we're going to come in uh, quick. We're, uh, now we're going to go to one of my favorite segments, quickly becoming one of my favorite segments that we do here at Brokeback Bebop. We're going to find out, did Zachary <laughs> comprehend... The episode this week. Let me get that pronunciation of my name one more time. Sacri. It's with an S, isn't it? It's Sacri. Sac- okay. Sacri. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's not an all the time thing. I don't want you to be calling me that all the time. No, but, but there's I do a time like and a place. It, and I do acknowledge it. Thank you. <sighs> I feel a How little. How you feeling? Yeah, you feeling good about this? You feel like you like? I kind comprehended of comprehended it. I've kind of Although... thought about what I'm gonna say. What? Based on a question you asked me while watching the episode, I don't know how well you comprehended it, Zach. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. It was sure. just that one moment. It was just that one moment that you uh, said out loud. Sure. I feel like I have a pretty good idea of what I want to say, but okay. it's more a matter of how fast. And how not jumbled it's going to come mm-hmm. out. And I have a little bit of a, uh, I did really well last week. Yeah. So the pressure's on. The pressure is on. I feel like I've got to prove that I truly am better at everything than Steven. Yeah. Well, Dancing, I keep the bar laughably low. Romancing. What do you say? <laughs> I, I, I keep the bar laughably low. That's fair. That is fair. Um, so let me take a deep breath. Okay. Okay, three, two, uh, going on go, obviously. I figured, yeah. Three, Yeah, because I know two, how to host a segment. Okay, one, okay. go. Meet Faye Valentine, a badass who can scam the poker table and can also handle a gun. She is kidnapped, and she also has a chip on her shoulder by a, a man who takes her to a space casino and has her looking for a mysterious chip where she meets Jet and, fuck, Spike, and becomes their latest target. Uh, meanwhile- Time. Fuck, I didn't get to, uh... You know, I, uh, well, I, I, yeah. will, I appreciate the kind of tongue-in-cheek opening. Whatever. But Whatever. it took you, like, 11 seconds. Sure. <laughs> and, you know, you got some good stuff about Faye. Yeah. I didn't really get much about Jet and Spike being Yeah, that's literally what I was going to say next, that. and I took too long. Didn't get yeah. anything about the double cross. That's fair. Yeah. I think if I were just judging the first third of the episode sure you would have done great Zach. yeah but i didn't uh, i'm gonna have to give that one the opening was good but you missed like most of the a lot episode. of it sure uh that's why i said it's got to come out fast and not jumbled and it came yeah, out yeah i'm gonna give that jumbled. one a c Zach. that's okay mm-hmm. i don't feel discouraged because i knew no. what i was gonna say yeah if i had gotten it all out it would have been better sure so i feel fine well good i feel good you know what that's Steven? okay what did you think of the episode this week? I love this episode. Honky-tonk I woman. am a pretty big fan of any time we get to see the characters all together mm-hmm. because that's not an every episode thing. They kind of, they live their own lives. They have their own lives before the bebop. They aren't always working in tandem. They sometimes, no, they usually end up together. This the first time that, especially Jet, was a little bit more a part of yeah. the, the main events, which I liked. 
Totally. I think I really like Jet in this episode. Also, that goddamn suit that he has on is too fresh to death. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's always cool to see characters in different clothes. Yeah. And Which I is think tough especially on the animators. It is very tough. So I appreciate the you know different outfits. We get to see some different stuff for Faye eventually, which is cool. Speaking of Faye's outfit, it is like humanly impossible. Mm-hmm. Danny and I did like a Cowboy Bebop routine like last year. And did you consider dressing similar to the characters? We did. And she we... was like, there's no way. You did do it or you thought about it? Well, we did do it. We did dress similar. I have to go back and see it. I've seen the routine, but with no knowledge yeah. of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, and I kind of wore like a spike shirt. I was going to do like the jacket and everything, but it was too hot. She wore like a yellow like romper. Oh, yeah, I remember. But it's kind of hard to like have anything hold itself together the way that hers does. I've seen cosplayers do it, but it's sure. like... It's hard to do that kind of dance and wear an outfit that only covers your nipples. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But really cool costume design. I think mm-hmm. Faye is interesting because she checks a lot of the like stereotypical anime girl boxes and she's like, okay, she's attractive, she's super great shape, but she also is a little more real because Faye isn't this like perfect mm. hot character. She's heavily flawed in a lot of ways, which makes her kind of cool. But here's what yeah. I'd like to say. I think I am pretty uncomfortable with the sexualization of cartoons. Not to mm. the point where I'm like put off by it. And this show doesn't do it as heavy-handed as some others. And I'm not yeah. saying like when cartoon characters have sex, it really turns me off. But like when cartoon characters are supposed to be sexy, I think mm-hmm. it makes me uncomfortable. However, there are enough other things about Faye that I find her pretty interesting. That mm-hmm. she's got this chip on her shoulder, both like... I don't know. There's... Yeah, I heard it in your review, Zach. No, but did you notice how I said chip like like <laughs> like a poker chip? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. There's a moment when she's like in the wherever in the casino she's being like handcuffed by by the one dude. Mm-hmm. There, the, it's just like a look on her face that I feel like says a lot of her just being like. We see in the beginning that she's such a badass and that she can get out of any jam, but here yeah. she is, this like kind of damsel in distress against her will that is really feeling unhappy with what she's put into. I, I, I did like the character more than I expected to going into the episode. You know, Zach, I didn't know you had this aversion to deep down feelings for 2D women. I I just feel like it's uh I don't know, it's just not real and it's it's weird to to cuz like what? Do you picture having sex with it? It's not real, it's a drawing. You know what, Zach? <laughs> I think we're done here. <laughs> and this brings up a question that I did want to ask you. This We've talked nobody about our Blast. drug usage on this week's episode <laughs> of Brokeback Bebop. So I'm just going to lay it on you straight, okay? Mm-hmm. Have you ever masturbated to a cartoon character? Absolutely, Oh, Zach. no. Zach, <laughs> I have an actual hentai within arm's reach. <laughs> I figured that was going to be the answer, but I was so I have not ready for the confidence this behind that. Right oh, next no. to my computer, where I do so all you're my say- work. So now you're telling me you've masturbated to that action figure. No, 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 no. I'm not into that. I think that'd be a little weird because it's <laughs> too close in proximity. It's too real. <laughs> also, it's 3D, which loses all the effect for me. 2D or nothing. I don't think I'm especially. I don't know. I'm not here to kink shame anybody. I think whatever I think whatever you're into is whatever you're into, and that's cool. It's just a personal thing. I, I sure. have a, a gap with it, and it makes me a little uncomfy. Sure. 
What else no, can we talk about? It's not something I do on a regular basis, I'll say. Steven, anymore. what are things but, you noticed from this week's episode that are things we should hold on to for future I weeks? I think the music this week really, really stands out. The songs that they use all really are varied. We get a little bit more like traditional jazz. It's kind of alluded to when uh, Jet references Charlie Parker early in the episode, so he yeah. has a dream about Charlie Parker. I know who Charlie I don't Parker know who is. the guy is that he's talking about, but You don't know who Charlie Parker is? Gaucho was the other name maybe? No, no, or is no, that no. later? That's later. Gaucho is Romney Gaucho. for a bumpkin who doesn't know which way is up. Yeah, I didn't know that word. I should have made that a trivia question. Charlie Parker. That yeah, would Charlie be Parker. unfair. Birdman. <laughs> well, clearly you never watched my big fat Greek wedding or my big fat gypsy wedding on TLC. I sure didn't. One of my favorite bands as of late, Sparks, has a really good song called When I Kiss You, I Hear Charlie Parker Playing. Nice. Mm -hmm. I like Charlie Parker. I like a lot of the songs that were written inspired by Charlie Parker more than I probably like a lot of Charlie Parker's actual recordings himself. But he's mm -hmm. one of the best saxophone players of all time. Now, in terms of like other things in the episode that I think are important... <laughs> Yes. Oh, talking, talking about the music. That's what I was doing. Yeah. So they kind of vary a lot. We've had a lot of the more kind of funny enough honky-tonk type of music with a lot of twang and harmonica sure. used so far. So this and is the first kind of getting into especially. the more actual bebop jazz music, sure. which is really cool. The song that plays during the big climactic fight scene is one of my favorites in like the whole series. I think that one's really good. Let's talk about that fight sequence for a second yeah. since we're kind of having an amorphous conversation on it. I like and don't like different I, and I never really said I did like this episode quite a bit. I think the episode we talk about next week I liked even more. I might have liked last week's Iron Origin a hair better than this one. Mm -hmm. But I like that this episode starts to build a little bit of serialization for the show sure. where I'm a little bit more intrigued because in the end of the episode my thought was Wait, obviously, I thought in the beginning this is the episode where Faye becomes a part of the group. And in the end, she gets away. So yeah. I was a little bit like, well, what's going to happen? This was the first episode of the show where I thought, what's going to happen? Because I know that she's a part of the group. I kind of like her character a little bit. And I want to see what happens next with her. But back to the fight sequence, I like and don't like some of the things that this episode does with the laws of space mm -hmm. in the show. I like that this action sequence is different because instead of taking place on land or in ship, it's taking place like outside in outer space. Mm -hmm. But a couple of things I thought spikes, I know it's spikes, a spacesuit that he walks around in near the end of the episode. I feel like the rules of that are kind of silly. How? It's very clearly has an on-off gravity magnetization thing on his feet. Yeah, and I think that's silly. <laughs> Steven's like, what? It's better than a fucking tether that we use now. Yeah, but at least, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that I just thought that was kind of silly. I'm sorry. I'm allowed to have opinions. Well, in what way is it silly, Zach? I, I, I'm, I'm missing the... The fact that... The fact that he can be out in space, he's not wearing anything that, like, propels him. He just mm -hmm. kind of Carrie Fisher, Last Jedi, like, force goes near yeah, another what's wrong surface. With that? That's the best and part then of it all goes, Star Wars, buddy. Boop, and now he can walk <laughs> around outside in space, around on a spaceship just fine. Also, wait, I could be wrong. Now I'm just going on a tangent. I wasn't paying this close attention. They're having a fight on a ship outside in space 
Are the other characters wearing those suits? I don't think they were. There's only two characters that are outside. And it's the bad guy, but isn't he just wearing, like, his stuff? Like, his No, he's on a whole-ass space suit. That's why I said I'm going on a tangent, and I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah, the actual bad guy was inside the ship in in the, like, driver's room. I don't know. I just think a little bit that I liked, like I said, I liked that it was a different type of action sequence Mm -hmm. because it was in a different area with different rules of the world but a little bit the like walking around outside in space i feel like there's not a lot of other than when he's like propelling himself there's not a lot of like we're out in space and we're kind of floating around and stuff but i didn't i like the episode Mm -hmm. i i feel like i've made you mad anytime that i've brought up a a qualm well if you had a good one maybe i'd (laughs) well by the end of it you were like yeah okay sure or were no, you just I, saying I, that here's, so I'd here's stop what I'll talking. agree with. They don't okay. really use the physics in space that they could have. There's even a moment in the next episode that I'm sure we'll talk about where they're like, didn't you pay attention to, to physics? Because of this, <laughs> this can't happen. And I don't think it's, like, real. <laughs> and not saying that I can't totally – like, obviously, I know it's a cartoon and it's a sci-fi, mm-hmm. so it's going to be different. But, like, I've complimented the show in the past. It is pretty, like – it feels tangible for yeah. being a, a sci-fi western, kind of. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. it's a different world, but I can kind of see our world within it. Yeah. And moments like that felt a little bit more, like, cartoony, but not too sure. bad. Not too bad. It's still grounded, and that's what I like about it. You know what, Zach? In a hundred years, when I have my bright cherry red spacesuit and I'm walking around on the outside of my ship, I'm going to call you. I'm going to be like, hey, Zachary. Look at this. Yeah, I'm going to press my little beep boop button that looks like the Buzz Lightyear sticker, and I'm going to go zero gravity. No problem. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a couple minutes left. What are you thinking that we need to talk about? Oh, I wanted to say that this episode has some James Bond vibes, not Ooh, just yeah. because of the casino. And I've never seen a James Bond film, so I'm speaking out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> Not just because of the casino, but because of the villain. The villain kind of seems like a Bond villain to me in this one. Mm -hmm. And Spike kind of seems, not like James Bond, but like his scene at the table with Faye seems a little Bondian. Yeah, especially when they have the dialogue where he's like, you were cheating that whole time and I didn't out you. Because he was like one step ahead of her. And then immediately everyone in the casino was like, cheater, pumpkin eater, cheater, (laughs) everybody, you guys. And everyone's like up and Hey, you guys, we got to cheat over here. They wouldn't be upset over that, but it was funny. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was funny that we got – I didn't notice it until watching it with you. I didn't notice it the first time that the people playing blackjack in the beginning were the same old guys from the first episode yeah. that you mentioned would show up. So I, I did like that, that they do show up. They're just people yeah. that inhabit the world. It's not like, oh, there's those silly guys again. It is mm-hmm. kind of like I I can see why I missed it the first time mm-hmm. because they don't make a meal out of it being the same no, guys. No, not at all. Which I, which I like. What about you, Steven? What do you want to bring up yet? I like this episode. I think it's a good introduction mm-hmm. for Faye. And I like the idea of the casino they create. It's kind of cool, the space casino. I do think that it looks like a roulette thing on the outside is a little silly. Oh, fuck you, Zach. I like the (laughs) idea of... uh, And speaking of The Last Jedi, this totally has some... 
Finn and Rose, Tico, Space I'm pretty Casino sure they adventure. stole that whole idea from this episode of television. <laughs> but what I do like about it, is, which The Last Jedi doesn't do, is it's a little on the nose that it's actually a roulette wheel on the outside. Well, but how I else do- are you supposed to know if you're just <laughs> flying through space? If I see something that's like a warehouse. They could have a sign that says casino still. Oh, I'm going to believe that? <laughs> <laughs> If I don't see a spinny ball on a black and red board, how the fuck am I supposed to know what it is? I like the idea of this amorphous spaceship looking thing that on the inside is a functioning casino. I like seeing Jet and Spike in the elevator and it obviously goes a bunch of different ways to figure Mm -hmm. out. I also liked a little bit seeing more of the mechanics of the spaceship. I don't quite understand what it does for the ship, but in the part where Faye is... I've really enjoyed the conversation we've had on this episode. We didn't really talk about a lot of stuff. You know, they get it. But this is fun. I liked the part where there's the two, like, rotating things. Yeah. When, when Faye is trying to escape and she's trying to get from one to one. I, I don't think exactly those are like the gravity stabilizers. Yeah, that just shit. sounds like silly nonsense words. What does that mean? It's like what keeps there being gravity inside the ship. But why does it have to be these two big mouse wheel things? Well, because they rotate and they stabilize <laughs> that. Okay. I but there was no hands, boop, but... so I didn't, I didn't quite get what was going on. What should That's we bring okay. up before we move on? We're almost done here. We got to talk about our who, who's the captain and the who gets to sit in the captain's chair this That's week. That's a good point, and I didn't put as much thought into it as I wanted to. I, I did remember, but I, I didn't quite – I don't know. The show, while being character-driven, like each character kind of plays their part equally other than Spike being kind of the main character – Mm-hmm. It was hard for me to come up with – let me hear what you've got first, and I'll kind of think on it. Well, I want to give a very big honorable mention to Jet because that suit is too flame. I like It's Jet's good to episode. see more of him in the episode. Yeah. But he's still, like, in the background kind of. Because Jet is really close to my favorite character in this whole show. Mm-hmm. We get a lot more Jet later on, and when you learn his backstory, I think a lot of, more of him makes sense. Nice. You do learn that he was a former cop in this episode. You know, I and I didn't pick that up specifically other than him kind of hinting that there there's more like you've hinted at there's more to the relationship between bounty hunters and police than what mm-hmm. what is outright told to us. I did not get that I didn't comprehend well, that. He said that he used to be a dog for the ISSP. I see I asked Lily is the ISSP the police and Lily said no. Lily doesn't know the name of the fucking outro song. That was nice. I'll, I'll call out Lily before we before we wrap up the program. <laughs> you know the song if you're listening and you watch the show with us. I've only watched three, four episodes now, and the song at the end of the episode is great. The real folk blues, and Lily blues. was singing it and said the real soul blues. <laughs> and I was like, you fucking small, <laughs> sad, disgusting person. It's I'm going to give my, my captain's chair this week <laughs> to Spike Spiegel. Super cool throughout the episode. He Wu-Tang the blunt. All good. Those were blunts. Those aren't just thin cigars. You think like you... No, no. Spike is smoking a cigarette there that he... Wu-Tang. They look like they're smoking blunts this whole episode. Faye in the beginning. Faye definitely had a, had a blunt in the beginning. Well, I don't know because movie. she bought it from that guy at the store. From it was like in a cigar herbal, box. Yeah, but it was also at an herbal medication store. Okay. Well, maybe it's herbs and medication. Weed is not medication. It's a drug. It's a hard drug that should be treated as such. Thanks, Ronald Reagan. That should be your takeaway from the podcast. I think because of a a small but mighty thing, 
I'm going to give it to Ayn this episode because <laughs> you can trust Ayn's judgment. Ayn isn't sure about Faye and makes it clear. Yeah. And for an animated dog, I really do think the expression is great. I agree. And I do think this is an episode where everyone kind of plays their part. And I like to step away from giving it to the main character unless I'm really blown away by them. And so far, I've found Spike to be not the most interesting of main characters, kind of. Sure. Okay. David told a lot about him. Uh, We hope you're enjoying this. We hope you're liking what we're doing here. I'm liking doing it. I thought this one was really fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Usually when we podcast, I'm miserable, but this has been fun. I'm only going to drink a little bit afterwards. All right. Well, thanks everyone for hanging out with us. Next week, we'll be back to talk about some monkey diseases, to talk about mommy. I'm really Mm -hmm. excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to dive into that one. I don't think there's anything to say, but... The real soul blues. <laughs> At the end of this episode, it doesn't say see you, Space Cowboy. It says easy come, easy go. Easy go. So that's what we'll leave you with. Goodbye, easy everybody. Easy come, easy go. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. We're starting at $5 a month. You can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of Brokeback Bebop. See you next time, Space Cowboy. Let's go!